Ah, good evening. You're listening to the Vacuous Podcast. And this is Suck My Toba. Enjoy. podcast where we talk about vacuous things random stuff and everything in between my name's Naya. i'm kathy i'm daniel and i'm blaze and welcome to suck my tober we should change that for suck my tober to just screams <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone's favorite time of the year mm-hmm. everyone's i'm Shitting my pants right now. I don't know so anyone who is not excited about Suck My Tober. If anyone is not excited about Suck My Tober, <sighs> fuck you. Feel free. First to of all, Cashy's hand. <laughs> Simply turn off the hey? podcast. Mm-hmm. You're done. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Idiots. Just Simply. Mad dumb. Uh, yeah, no, I'm very excited. Suck My Tober. Favorite time of the Four. year. We Four. should. Dress up again. Yes. Every time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost wore my cloak today. <gasps> I was going to say next week's theme, can we just come like really goth? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like super goth. Does anybody have black lipstick? Yes. I have purple. Yes. I have like a dark purple. I don't have, okay. a, I don't have a black. It's going to be hard to explain when I get home. <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, it was a theme for the podcast episode. Goth night. Simply. Night. My dad is going to look at me, roll his eyes, and go, okay, so... so damn hippies again. <laughs> <laughs> How is that different from any other day? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, facts. Damn. See? So Lean into it. Daddy issues. <laughs> I mean... Don't we all? And facts. that's the scariest thing. <laughs> Welcome to Suck My Tober. Suck <laughs> <laughs> My Tober. Um, can we talk about... The amount of disrespect that every store is showing Halloween. Honestly? Yes, we can talk about that. Lowe's yeah. already is decked out in Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our store has already received Christmas stuff. Yep. We have, we have pallets. puts Christmas stuff out already. The disrespect. The only store that has respect for it? Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween. And even then, have, y'all, them. have you been in? Not I yet. know y'all have. <clears throat> it's so disappointing this year. I have in there i yeah. was so di- i also didn't Uh-oh, go oh someone's the, a pessimist i didn't go to the one <laughs> i didn't go to like hours mm-hmm. yes. i went to the one over by ridgemar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i went to the one in arlington mm-hmm. it was so when did you go what do you mean when did you go when? like last week that's why to both of them um we went very shortly after they opened to the one where we live and they were like they had a lot of stuff mm-hmm well, and that not, was like a very small like storefront. There is just a substantial amount of lingerie and mm. kids costumes, and that's pretty much it. That's all Thou have to 
get thy getting while thy getting is good. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Indubitably. You got to get the getting while the getting's good. It's all about the wiggle and the gander. Connected and respected. There is. <laughs> <laughs> we have four weeks until Halloween. Yeah. I didn't expect it That's to be. That's not enough time, my guy. It's not enough time. We need a see? second Halloween. Yes. Did you see how fast September went by? Honestly. So, but also, hey, not enough time. Like, we've had our Halloween costumes uh. planned and for since Christmas last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the theme, We keep least. changing it. No. It hasn't changed. It honestly has not changed I for months now. Uh, I think we changed. And then Kathy says no. I say no. We're sticking to our shit because Fair we change enough. it every year. Fair enough. We settled. I stood up for you. Our current one in like March, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like fully settled, locked in our answers. Good answer, good answer. I also do want to say I have not been able to find a single piece for my costume. We're Is going it? thrifting tomorrow. I know we are. So. Where are you guys going? Well, goodwill. The thrift. Thrift. The thrift. We could also go to the resale store. It's, it's like further down on Camp Bowie. We could try dogs. We could try dogs again, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dude, I love And then if all else fails, we'll like go to H&M. I don't want to, but... I don't want to buy fast fashion. I know. Not about it, but... I did see online that they have an oversized large white hoodie for men. Like, long one, so... I know that they have a backup plan for me if I can't find anything cheap. Perfect. Mm-hmm. How exciting! <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. That was a good scream. Oh, I could, uh, thank you. Put it on the soundboard. Bet. I'll, it. I'll clip it. You want to hear a good scream? Ready? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze, do your best scream. Uh. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh. <gasps> Kermit? Yeah. Fuck. He's here. That was good. <laughs> the ghost of Kermit passed. Oh, man. Guys. Yes. This week. Yeah. What's Today. Going What's going on? What are we doing? October What's 1st. Yes. Suck my tober. Mm-hmm. We kicking it off mm-hmm. with some creepy pastas. Some pee-pee Some pee-pee pastas. Pee-pee pastas. Pee-pee pasta time. Some awful mis- Alfredos. No. <laughs> Muschetti. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was really Some messy Muschetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I was so excited. So excited. Okay. I don't think we can top that one last year about the routine, whatever the fuck. Bro, <laughs> shit was so good. So good. The autopilot. autopilot yeah. That's my favorite one. I think about it's it so ever. Good. Constantly. Who was found is I also really good. Who is found? <laughs> I think that one's legendary. We might. Should we throw that in? Do we? Should we throw it in? Do we throw it in? Is there like a sequel to it? Um. I think it's fine if we just it reread it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but first, let's do like a quick lightning round of everyone's weeks so we can get to the good, juicy PP pastas. Place, mm. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, what? wait, no, you go less. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Naya. Uh, my week's been good. I went to the park with Adrian. It was a lot of fun. It was fucking hot as hell. It looked like a lot of fun. We had a lot of it fun. It looked hot as hell. It was also hot as hell. And there's a bunch of white people around. Um, Gross. I also cleaned my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is my gold star moment because she looked a little rough. But um, other than that, it's just been work. And that's it. Boo. Yes. Extremely boo. Um, I wrote something else down. I know this is supposed to be fast. I'm so sorry. I'm trying my best. Come on. Come on. 
15 oh, I've seconds. also been uh, falling asleep 14. at a reasonable time. 13. I haven't been falling asleep at 4 in the morning anymore, y'all. Proud of you. Good for Thanks. you. You know, I was really wondering where all of my late night videos of you having, like, mental breakdowns went. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been getting sleep is what it is. Uh, I've also been A-OK mentally, y'all. Love that for you, girl. Thanks. Thanks. Good for you. Good for you. I feel uh, some sort of breakdown coming, but it'll be all right. We will prevail. Yes, anyway. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We oh. always will. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I packed up all of my Funkos so that I could put all my spooky shit on my dresser. Yeah. And I painted a mirror. Yeah. And the mirror looks the so good. You, you go. Thank you. Thank you. You yes. emo. <laughs> so yeah, emo. So emo. What you want? Um, let me let me get a little. Did I get a bat last time? I don't know. Let me get a bat. I think you did. Get Can it. I get a? Well, let me get a I put my back on, my back on, my bat on crooked. Bat it's on crooked. really upsetting me, but it's fine. It's fine. We, we will prevail. Okay. <laughs> uh, my week, uh, I, in my notes, I started it with, I had a great date. <laughs> <laughs> got dumped today. Does he listen to the podcast? No. Okay, good. Fuck him. Um, I got a new washing machine. I've oh, been yeah. reading more. I've been cooking a lot more. I made salmon burgers, coconut shrimp with aioli. Thanks wow, to Blaze wow. for the recipe on that one. Um, I've made eggs, Benny, and this morning I made my own waffles, just to make a great breakfast sandwich with waffle instead of bread. Honestly, look great. Ten out of ten. Oh God, it was so good, they and it was like cute. so spooky, and it was cute. It was like the spiderweb waffles mm. on my my spooky Halloween plate with my cauldron coffee mug. It was so fun. The salmon photo, the coconut shrimp photo, and your breakfast sandwich photo that you sent me. Phenomenal. Look I'm going to start a fucking food blog at this point because... No, we're getting a food truck. We're also going to do that. I was also going to say, because all the things that like you've made this week inspired me to also then try to make those. So can we, instead of like a book club, let's just start like a food club. Why don't we do like... And a, we just share the recipes and then we just like, we make it. We could do like a head-to-head type thing. Yeah. I'm, well... That sounds fun. You pick a recipe, you make it. I try and make it. I pick a recipe. I make it. You try and make it. Yeah. I love that. I'm so down. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been bringing me a lot of joy and minus the dishes. Like I love cooking so much right now and it's uh, definitely a a new fave hobby. Honestly, with the things I have made recently, I will gladly do the dishes for how great they've tasted. No, same. Yeah. Like I immediately did all the dishes afterwards being like, honestly, fucking worth it. Like so so good. good. Also, my gold star moment of the week is I'm down another three pounds. Yeah. What you want? What you want? I want a ghost. A ghost. I'm. Do you want arms on your ghost or no? No. No arms. No arms, please. No worms. No worms. No worms, please. Go, go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. He's so cute. (laughs) All right, Blaze, go. You're weak. All right. So I took a test on Friday. Went to a concert Friday night, got tested for COVID this morning, tested negative. Uh, that's been my week. Cooked. Nice. Gold star. You cooked all the same things, yeah? Yeah. Salmon burger. Uh, Coconut a shrimp. Ghost. A ghost. Aioli. Not the um, eggs Benny, though. I did not make the eggs Benny or the breakfast <laughs> sandwich, but I did make more chorizo and egg burritos. Mm, can't go wrong with that. So fucking good. I also have an extra bag of the waffles that I made this morning. If if one of you wants them, 
because that recipe made so many and I will never go through those bags. I have two bags of extra waffles. Bag of waffles? Yeah, like I made them all and then I just stuck them in the freezer because I had so much extra batter. So I'll use those later for extra Sammies. Just throw them in the toaster. But um, anyone wants some? Absolutely. I put a little bit of cinnamon and some pumpkin... Pumpin' spice. Pumpin' spice. <laughs> some, <laughs> some steroids, you know. <laughs> if you guys want those. <laughs> Can I tell you all a secret? Please. I don't like pumpkin spice. I don't either, but it worked really well with the cinnamon. It's just cinnamon and nutmeg, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't like cinnamon. You don't like cinnamon? No. Cinnamon? Oh you don't like synonyms? Trauma. What's the... No. You don't like mole? Antonyms, yeah. No. <laughs> really? I'm all about them adjectives, baby. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love me some mole. Mole? Mole. Mole. Let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> I drank a Modelo earlier. A what? Modelo. Modelo. Very nice. It was a celebratory of um, Dia de los Muertos. For has Hispanic little... Heritage Month. Oh. Very nice. Has a little, has a skull drawing on it. I will say, um, at work... We had um, a Hispanic Heritage Month like set that we had to do, and in every bit of communication that they had for that set, um, they made sure <coughs> to mention that we do not cross merchandise the Hispanic Heritage Month month stuff with the Day of the Dead stuff uh, once it sells down. They were like, "Do not, by any means." combine these two things like they were so serious about it with all the communication and i was like that's so weird i guess to keep from offending or I mean, you can't just lump it all together you know like they're two separate things they are two separate things but when you know both sell down like and yeah. I, I think to me it was just weird that they were like so adamant on the communication of like make sure you don't cross merchandise these together that's weird and it was like i mean okay we got it yeah i don't think anyone was planning on doing that Mm-mm. But okay, thanks for the heads up. Strange. Ooh, last thing, we got tacos today. Oh yeah. We did not get coffee. Though. We went to Velvet. We got Margs because Mama needed a drink. <laughs> Literally, like fifteen minutes before. Yeah, fifteen up. minutes before Blaze showed up, I got the text and and yeah. So That's it was like, hey, buddy. we skipping coffee and just gonna go straight to Margs and tacos. And I was like, yeah. Absolutely. So, sounds like a great, a great time though. Yeah, I told uh, the roommates like immediately as it happened, because I was just like sitting on the couch and they were trying to talk to me, and I was like, <coughs> "Y'all, this just happened." And then Tina was like, "Well, at least you'll be surrounded by friends tonight." And I was like, "Damn, you're right. You're right. I'll be fine. It's and all the good." Vibes are on. <coughs> vibes have been on since um, thirty minutes after Blaze showed up. He shotgunned a, um, a seltzer, and we talked about it for like oh. a couple seconds more, and then we just kind of moved on, and so it was good. We also didn't talk about Blaze flipping. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Blaze, I'll, tweet the, I'll tweet the videos. <laughs> <laughs> is that your gold star? I feel like you should get an honorary one. Um, Give him... Uh, just a basic pumpkin, though. Yeah, he gets a pumpkin say, like, for that. half. Half. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a pumpkin for, for that one. half the flip. <laughs> You didn't do a full flip. I did two different half flips. <laughs> <laughs> so then you get two pumpkins. <laughs> okay, what, what the fuck you want? A bat. 
He went to bed. Boys, you want to walk us through the flip? Uh, yeah. So the flip. The first flop. step. Be descriptive is, as possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. First step is you raise your dominant leg mm-hmm. at a 45 degree angle mm-hmm. and then take your dominant hand and swing it over your head like you're about to smack a bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got in the tutorial. <laughs> well, that's why you failed. <laughs> that's why you failed the flip. So what was going through your head as you attempted both? This will be funny. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was. Yeah. You're supposed to use the momentum and then stand up on your tippy toe and jump up yes. and then f- propel yourself and through the sure. air with the mm. follow through. You're not supposed to lift them first and then just jump and do it. You're supposed to do it all at once mm-hmm. and and make it happen. Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. He <laughs> <laughs> did it one at a time. He <laughs> said boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I feel fine. Yeah. I'm glad yourself? you didn't end up in the hospital. Good. I was getting Good. nervous. I thought for Christian a was going to. Um, I, Christian was scaring me because <laughs> every like time we, he got up, he said, ah, and I thought, he broke his fucking wrist or his hip <laughs> or his ass bone or something. Literally, every time he would go over his hand, the Is way it, it would crumple. That was terrifying. I refuse to watch any of it. I'll still tweet the videos. <laughs> Please. Yes. <laughs> for the listeners. It was great. All right. On to business. Who wants to start? I want to start. Who want to go first? I know how to read. I don't. All right. This one is called. Hold on. Let me get situated. (laughs) See and read. Okay. Oh, drop the um, author's name if it's at the top. Written by P.F. McGrail. Mick McGrail. McGriddle. 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 Um, this one is called Masking the Smell Ooh. of My Ass. <laughs> okay. Becoming a parent changes everything. We have implicitly accepted the notion that all things in life should be regulated or orderly consumption. I expect to know exactly how much. I don't know that word. <laughs> <laughs> Spell it out. Magnan, magnate, magnese. Spell it out. M A N. Manganese. Manganese. What is, is that? that it? I don't know. What is I manganese? Meganese. Megan the stallion knees. Megan oh, the yeah. stallion knees. I expect to know exactly how much Megan the stallion knees is in my Fruit Loops. Thank you very much, because a Bureaucratic sub-sub-committee in Washington wrote it into an agricultural bill, 330193B, just as God intended. Sure. Then, life hands you this tiny, squirming ball of pre-developed human, and you are responsible for literally every ticking second of its life. So, why do we spend so much time regulating Fruit Loops when the staircase is quite literally one step away from murdering a child? (gasps) Life itself suddenly becomes extremely fragile. We learn that everything we had thought kept us safe was actually just there for illusion, and things are never quite the same again. Fortunately, kids are much more resilient than we are. So by her second birthday, Felicity was riding gleefully on my shoulders as I sprinted across the backyard. How did I know she'd be safe? I took it for granted. 
She had more stamina at two than I did at 37, so we would often take breaks to look at the light, to look at the sights, <laughs> to look at the sights while Daddy caught his breath. <laughs> On the fourth break of the particular evening, I decided that Felicity really wanted to look over the neighbor's fence while the spots slowly receded from my vision. What do you see, I asked, blinking furiously. Is the neighbor's chickens that wake us up every morning at the ass crack of dawn? Do you see the chickens? Chick-ends? What? Chickens! <laughs> she announced triumphantly. Felicity grabbed the edge of my seven-foot fence. Th- okay, the edge of the seven-foot fence and hoisted herself higher, coming just slightly off my shoulders. Then my daughter turned back and looked at me and smiled. Every time she was riding on my shoulders that week, she would squeal for me to stop so that she could look at the tickens. It was all too happy to oblige in the break and running around, even if it forced me to stare at the wall while she raced, while she reached over my head and gawked in fascination at the poultry. Things continued like that all week when I decided that the mosquitoes were getting too aggressive and my beer was getting too warm on that muggy South Carolina Friday night. We headed in early. Felicity didn't like this one bit. So I turned on the TV to drown out her crying. She quickly stopped crying. Tickens, she shouted with glee as she pointed to the screen. Her face was pure. Her, her face was the definition of pure joy. I nodded dismissively, threw back a sip of my beer, glanced at the television, and nearly choked on my beer. Tickens, Felicity announced again. She turned back and looked at me, looked at me and smiled. I didn't care about the spilled can of beer as I ran to pick her up. Blood chilled and heart racing. The new parent hyperfear flared once again as I sprinted with her to the phone. The police were in and out of the neighbor's yard for the next three days. I tried to shield Felicity as much as humanly possible, but deep down I knew there was no point. She had already seen the worst of it. I realized that when she pointed to the TV, I understood as I saw what she thought were chickens on the screen. It had all come hor- horrifyingly together as she pointed to a murder scene with seven mangled bodies looked at me and called them tickens. The corpses in the neighbor's yard had already begun to rot. Fortunately, their open-air disposal had reduced the impact of the smell. The police say that the disfigured, tortured bodies of the victims fit the exact M.O. as the killer, whose handiwork Felicity had noticed on the TV that night. My neighbor is wanted for questioning, unfortunately. He has recently gone missing. There are no credible theories or leads about where he might have gone There are very little the police can say. They do believe he likes to stalk his victims, though, sometimes for weeks at a time, living a fantasy based on watching people who don't realize what danger they're in. Eventually, he'll leave something horrible for specific future victims to find because he wants them to feel vulnerable, afraid. Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, guy? Oops. What did that say? Make sure to click there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. We'll get it cleared. Tickens. Mm. Tickens. <laughs> Me next? Oh, spooky. I, don't I was like, just handing it back to you. I don't like it's when creepypastas mention children because they just make it scarier. Yes. Agreed. <clears throat> Do you guys want to see my drawings? A yes. toddler. Was it the tickens? Sus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sussy toe. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? That's an alien dressed up as a ghost for Halloween. I love it all so much. Thank you. So good. Bless. So I don't get scared. (laughs) I noticed. (laughs) 
You started drawing halfway through. You were like, fuck, I can't do this. You gotta focus on Bro. somebody else. <laughs> All of them need permission. Let's make up our own okay. fun. Okay, now you go. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me This think. was your idea. Hey, thanks to our patrons. Shout out. Matt. Ian. Blake. Tanner. Big Gay. Connor. That's all one person. <laughs> That's all one person. Should have been all in one line. I couldn't fit it. Big Gay room. Connor. You got room. Okay. There's I'll more change than enough it. room. Connor. The real horror story is how little patrons we have. <gasps> so sign up to be a patron. Patreon.com slash Vacuous Picture. Stop. Are you going to ask for permission or what do you think? Uh, Yeah. I took off the other ones. That had the permission thing. Were they all made by the same okay. guy? Here's mm-hmm. a fun thing. While you search for maybe some more mm-hmm. that don't need permission to uh, narrate, did you guys have any spooky stories that you were told as a child? To mm. where like uh, urban legends around the area or anything like that? Any spooky um, stories? When I first moved up here, I was sleeping in my downstairs bedroom and there was like no furniture or anything in the entire house. And it was, had three windows on all sides. And I remember trying to go to sleep one night and my sister told me there was zombies <laughs> in North <laughs> Texas. <laughs> yeah, they just exist there. It's crazy. And yeah. so I was terrified to sleep by all the windows. And then my mom told my sister, nah, there's Sasquatches. Not zombies. <laughs> and then my sister was terrified to sleep by the window. <laughs> That's karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have the... She was also 21 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys ever have like the satanic cult urban legend where um, you grew up? Where they do like sacrifices and stuff? Yeah, no. I think we did, but I didn't end up like hearing about it until I was in high school. So then mm-hmm. I was like... Argh. Okay. You didn't have like that little fear in the back of your head that like, oh shit. No. Maybe they're real. No, I was an emo and, and I was friends with like the goth kids in school. So for them to like, because that's always what they painted it as is mm-hmm. like, the, you know, the goth kids in, in, in the town. Where, and I was like, I mean, Kathy, I don't think Matt's doing that tonight, but yeah. all right. You know? Kathy was sitting there like, oh my God, am I? Am I part of the cult? I said, wait, what did I do last night? I blacked out. I don't remember. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> wait, I know that guy. Richard? <laughs> um, so where I grew up in California, they had, there was like a big empty field and it was very like hilly and there was like a well in the middle of the field um, and they called it the devil's well and of they course. said that um, there was like a group of like Satanists or something in the town and they would, like, kidnap children, kill them, and then throw them down the well. And they were like, oh, if you come out, like, in the middle of the night or at, like, 3 in the morning or something, whatever the cliche was for that one, um, they were like, oh, you can hear the children crying. And sometimes they still, like, reconvene and do rituals out here. I believe it. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was in elementary school, this is, like, the dumbest shit ever, but we had, like, a sewer well. And it's just, like, a big hole where the sewage would run through down to the sewer system, whatever. Um, but kids would go around saying that some kid went down there and, and he never came and out. he never came out uh, and that if you called his name I don't remember what the name was Georgie Tommy, Tommy. Georgie <laughs> <laughs> you would get a response 
and that if you went in there, you would also never come back. <gasps> Crazy. Uh, yeah. But I never Was that in elementary anywhere. school? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was in Cloverdale. Should we come up with our own urban legend? Well, let me get through my, my childhood one first. Yes. Um, it was, I mean, I grew up like in the middle of nowhere. So mm. uh, at my grandma's house, my cousins, I think, like the older cousins came up with like a spooky story to tell the rest of us. And like my grandparents had a big plot of land and then there was like the main road leading to somebody else's property. But then on the other side of that road, they still, my grandparents still owned like a little bit of land over there. Um. And they had, um, like, one of those little campers that you can put, like, on the back of the truck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, one of those was stored up over there, like, in the woods. And they had paths to it um, where, I guess, they had, like, this big open field. And they would do, like, deer hunting and stuff in that area. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I I don't know if they did it, like, out of that trailer or why the trailer was ever, like, there or the Mm -hmm. camper was ever there. Um, But I remember... Every, like, family gathering or whatever, you know, all the parentals would be getting drunk, grilling shit, just talking, catching up, whatever. And all the kids would, like, go play, like, at the pond or, you know, go through the trails and and whatever. And so I walked up there once with, like, a group of my older cousins. And it was, like, later in the evening. So it was, like, probably, like, sunset. Not too dark, so not too spooky. Um, but it definitely wasn't daylight. And we, Twilight? <gasps> it was about twilight. <laughs> and uh, we walked up over there, and it was the first time that I had seen it, and they were like, that that's the witch's house. Did you not know about this? I was like, what do you know? What are you talking about? What is this? Why is it here? And they were like, yeah, that's the witch. She lived here before Grandma and Boompa moved in. First of all, Boompa? Boompa, yeah. Rest in peace. Love you. Um... But they were like, yeah, she, you know, she had this property before Grandma and Boompa bought the place and, and they discovered it. And, um, you know, they decided to just be on good terms with her and let her keep her spot. And why she, that's why she's on this side of the road and they don't, you know, bug her. And she lives in this trailer and she only comes out at night. And if you ever stay at Grandma's house, sometimes you can, if you step out onto the back porch, you can hear her screaming. Because she lost her children. And she's always searching for children. So if you ever are out late at night in these woods and you hear screaming, do not go towards it. That is the witch. That's crazy. She's trying to lure you. I was terrified (laughs) for the rest of my childhood. Anytime we visited Mexico, they would bring up La Llorona. Anytime there was like a river, some sort of body Mm -hmm. of water. Uh, and then there was always kids that would go like across the river and then just like scream bloody murder, <laughs> crying about my kids. You'd be like, oh my like, fucking god, fucking, I'm out of here. <laughs> See, that's actually really nice of them to bring up the screaming, so don't go towards it type thing. Oh yeah, I because mean it was definitely mount- like, yeah. don't be out late at night, <laughs> walking around in these woods, and if you hear something. Don't go see what it if is. If you hear screaming, <laughs> don't go towards it because mountain lions sound like a human being screaming. Yep. There's also like those weird like screech owls and shit yeah. that just like scream. It's insane. Have you ever heard one of those? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Fucking terrifying. Can we Absolutely talk about terrifying. How scary. What are those? You know. Which what? The ones that. Chupacabras. What can I do? <laughs> the. Uh, 
Uh, the Wendigos? Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, are we doing a... Yes. 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 The we Cryptids episode? Yeah. We, we did... I think we did a Wendigo one last, two years ago. last year or two years ago. Two years ago, we talked yeah. about him. I've seen Ooh. a lot of TikToks about him, and then I watch him Dude, at night, and yes. it's so scary. Have we done one on Skinwalkers? No. 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 No, we, we haven't. Have I get a lot of those. We can talk about yeah, those after. Yeah, I get a lot because I'm on, like, I have a lot of, like, native TikTok mm-hmm. ones. And uh, a lot of those are really fucking scary. Yeah. Love that. I'm scared. But those are scary, so the Wendigos, because it's, like, the further away you are, the closer the scream sound. Mm-hmm. So you don't know, like, where it's at. Yeah. Just totally fucks you up sensory. Do we have more pee-pee-poo-poos? We do. We do. And I messaged P.F. McGrail, so... Hopefully he'll get back to me. Thank you. Do you want to read the next one, Blaze? Sure. If not, I can, uh, I'll just, I'll edit it out. (coughs) Just to be safe. Very good. Hopefully he gets back to me soon. At least by Thursday. Thursday. (laughs) This one is called My Neighbor's Dog Has a Zipper. By Christopher Maxim. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) At first, I didn't think anything of it. My neighbor would stop to chat with me. Leash in hand, and I would catch glimpses of the metal slider dangling from its belly. I assumed it was wearing a piece of pet clothing, or perhaps it was the byproduct of some awkward veterinarian procedure. But the more we chatted and the more I saw this mystery zipper the more I realized it was out of the ordinary, clearly embedded in the dog's skin. It drew my attention every time. Can I pause you right there? (laughs) I'm going to try and call the plot twist ending of this. It's that uh, TikTok girl (laughs) who's a dog. (laughs) Wait. She has the dog fetish? The one that lives in Dallas. Huh? Who always like goes, she's a dog. She pretends to be a dog <laughs> and just walks around on all fours and they go out to fucking Starbucks and she gets a fucking puppuccino what and he's got her on a leash and they just like... Th- th- he, he, her boyfriend takes her to dog parks I've and she smells the asses of the other dogs. She will like get out of the car and just like fours. she'll crawl on all fours. It's like a weird fetish thing. She will hang out like in a kennel. She's like, this is just my safe place. I wonder this how callous her calm. hands are. Yeah, and her knees, girl. Come mm-hmm. on. Get you some knee pads. Anyway, um, plot twist, it's her. Yes. Okay. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Any other calls? Um, it's a smaller dog. <laughs> it's actually a cat. I was going to say it's, it's a human child. One of those uh, Russian child. dolls. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's a, a, dog. It's it's a, a smaller dog. dog. <laughs> it's dogs all the way down. <laughs> yes. What I did have, you say? I have no guesses. Okay. No All right. No no it's just a zipper for fun. <laughs> In case it gets bored. It's a fidget toy. <laughs> it's, a fidget. Say, it's just like. <laughs> say, what is that zipper? F- what is that zipper for on the little guy's belly anyway? Oh, that? It's a long story. I wouldn't want to bore you. I've got nothing but time. I wonder if, if she could see the beads of sweat forming above my brow. Really, it's nothing. Just a safety measure. And that was it. She pretty much lapped it off, granting me little in the way of an explanation. Thinking back, her responses were downright vague and deflective. She could see how curious I was, 
So why not just tell me? And what exactly did she mean by safety measure? And unfruit, as unfruitful as our conversation was, I didn't press the matter any further. Days, weeks, months went by. I would occasionally see the dog's strange cosmetic feature, but I brushed it off every time, knowing it would only haunt me if I dwelled on it. Still, the thought itched in the back of my mind. It wasn't until a few months had passed that I would finally have the nerve to scratch it. I was pulling up weeds along my fence when I looked over at my neighbor's place, noticing the dog lying on her back porch. A stray cat wandered by, as often happened in our neighborhood. Without so much as a warning growl or malicious stance, the dog trotted over to the cat and scarfed it down. The sound of sharp teeth colliding with bone. The cat screeched in agony until it was no more. In a minute flat, its entire body was devoured. I was in shock. The cat's cries alerted my neighbor to the situation. She raced outside, grabbed the dog by the collar, and pulled him into the house through the sliding door. It was tough to make out, but I swear she unzipped him and reached inside, seemingly adjusting one of his organs. He didn't flinch, not even a bit. After pulling her arm out, the dog dropped to the floor, dead as a doornail, from the looks of it. She then carried him outside and placed him on the back porch, arranging him into a sleeping position before getting in her car and leaving for the day. This five-minute span of visual information was unlike anything I'd ever witnessed. Words like gruesome, strange, and horrific are too tame to describe what I saw. I was appalled beyond measure. After the shock wore off, I hopped the fence and approached the dog's carcass. I felt its neck, cold to the touch, no pulse. I looked to its underside and there it was, that godforsaken zipper in all its mysterious glory. I felt kind of bad for the dog dying, but I had to know what that damned thing was there for. I needed an explanation for not only the dog's, but my neighbor's odd behavior just moments ago. I slowly unzipped the dog's belly, placating my curiosity with, with the satisfying sound of metal sliding across metal. I spread each side of the opening with my hands and peered in, divulging the animal's inner workings. What I saw was absolutely dumbfounding. My neighbor's dog was animatronic. There was wiring, gears, a tank where its stomach should have been, the whole nine yards. It didn't make any sense, but there it was, staring back at me from behind the zipper. After scurrying back home in shock, I decided that my best course of action would be to call animal control. But it's not an animal. You should call it robot control. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell them my neighbor's dog trespassed on my lawn and was attacking the neighborhood cats. They would show up, examine the robotic carcass, and then go from there. I knew there wasn't a protocol for that sort of thing, but I assumed they could take care of things and contact the appropriate people, whether it be the police, the government, or the National Enquirer. The FBI! As long as the weird... As long as this weird predicament was taken care of, I could sleep easily, knowing that my neighbor's strange robot dog wasn't going around eating whatever it pleased. Simple, right? Nope. Far from it. Animal control took a while to get there. By the time they arrived, my neighbor had come home and disposed of the evidence, hiding the dog somewhere in her home. The animal control officer apologized for the mis misunderstanding and left. 
leaving my neighbor on her front porch glaring in my direction. It appeared privacy meant nothing to the local authorities, just my luck. The days that followed were different. My neighbor's dog had sprung to life, reactivated by its master, no doubt. They would walk their usual path around the cul-de-sac, but would not stop for small talk. I knew her dirty little secret after all. I was no longer a friendly neighbor to be conversed with. Oh no, I was an enemy. A danger to this woman's unusual way of life, even if it meant no harm to her or her strange choice of pet. She didn't seem to see it that way. She continued to give me the cold shoulder for about a month and a half before finally speaking with me again on one of her daily strolls. Hey there. Hello. Everything alright? Just peachy. I'm having a cookout on Saturday at noon. You're more than welcome to come. Strange. We weren't even on speaking terms for over a month, and now I am suddenly invited over. Maybe this was her extending an olive branch my way. Her way of saying, no hard feelings. Yeah, sure, I can make it. Sounds like a good time. Great. No, it doesn't. I'll add you to the list. <laughs> the fuck? The list being only you. <laughs> As she walked away, I add felt... You to the menu. <laughs> Keep going. I felt the need to apologize, even if her dog was weird. Cat eating robot. Hey, about that animal control call. I just wanted to say, don't worry about it. Water under the bridge. See you Saturday. She hurried off home and that was that. Problem solved. Or so I thought. The night before My man's the- naive. Like <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> the night before the cookout, I couldn't sleep. I kept hearing what sounded like footsteps creeping around the perimeter of my house. Every time I got up to investigate, the sound ceased and the coast appeared to be clear. It was either a prank at my expense, a burglar taking their sweet time to pull the trigger, or ghosts roaming around in the night. Ghost. That's it. Goat. Either way, (laughs) it left me anxious, making sleep a distant dream just out of my reach. During a particularly loud set of footsteps, I raced downstairs just in time to catch four glowing dots appearing in my appearing in through my living room window. This was enough to make my neck hair stand upright. Though terrified, I wasted no time grabbing a ball bat and storming out my front door to greet the would-be intruders. I may be old, but I can still kick some ass when needed, especially when it involves crossing my property line. Wow. Especially when it comes to those damn liberals. (laughs) (laughs) To my astonishment, my yard was empty. I covered every side of the house, only to find no one, not a soul in sight in any direction I looked. I don't care how fast you can sprint, nobody could have made it out of eyeshot in such a short period of time before I locked up every last door and window in my home before crawling under the covers like a frightened child, scared of the mystery figures lurking in the shadows. The footsteps dissipated over the course of the night, and as the sun came up over the horizon... So too did my fear. My waking nightmare had ended, but not before putting a weary, sleep-deprived frame of a mind in its place. In a sluggish slur of movement. Slur? <gasps> Whoa, also fast, also fast forward, bro. This is fucking... I grudgingly made my way to the neighbor's house. Quentin Tarantino wrote this script. <laughs> ready as I would ever be for the neighborhood get-together. <laughs> Oddly enough, there was no cause in the driveway, aside from her own. I wondered if I got the date wrong, but after knocking on the door, she greeted me with a smile and rushed me into the house. We exchanged pleasantries. No, take it seriously now. 
and she sat me down at the bar stool <laughs> in the kitchen. After a few moments of awkward silence, I mustered up the courage to ask about the elephant in the room. So, where is everybody? <laughs> You're already here, silly. I tilted my head, puzzled. Well, what about everybody else? There is no one else. You're the only person I invited. Whoa, 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 what? What if she just has a fat ass crush on him? What if she what just, if she just had a fat ass? ass? <laughs> <laughs> All at once, the pieces clicked into place. I felt really stupid for not realizing it sooner. Her sudden kindness, the noises the night before, there was no kick out. There was never any cookout. Kick out? Mm-hmm. Cookout. Kick out is what you tried to do earlier when you tried to do that, that yeah. front flip. <laughs> I tried to kick it out. You tried to kick out, and it just didn't work. I was in the middle of a trap, lured in largely due to my own idiocy. Idiocy. I should have guessed that something sinister was going on the moment I unzipped that dog. So what happens now? I asked. You'll see. Just sit tight. I quickly jumped up from my chair and turned towards the door. With inhuman speed, she bolted in front of me. A She's large kitchen hot. knife in hand. Oh, a large chicken knife? Chicken knife. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. Not so fast. <laughs> I stood up, still as stone, intimidated by her fluid motions and firm stance. We need to talk. About what? I knew exactly what. Don't play dumb with me. And that's when I noticed on her chest, peeking through the top of her blouse, I would have Oops, missed it had the sunlight <laughs> come through the window and not a danced across ass. his milk. <laughs> she had a zipper too. <gasps> Stricken to my core with fear, my gaze was interrupted by an angry hand gesture. My eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> the moments that ensued are a bit fuzzy, but I can only guess what I, that I was knocked out or chloroformed. As I awoke, strapped to a chair in a new room. Given the staircase, I assumed I was in her basement, though this realization didn't help me any. I attempted to break free of my restraints, but it was no use. Unless she were to free me herself, I was fastened to that chair for life. In absence of mobility, I decided to give the place a one-over. The staircase was to my left and a concrete wall to my right. But directly in front of me was a workstation, complete with about a dozen computers. This is where my neighbor sat and a USB cord snaking out of her unzipped chest, typing away at a blinding rate. (laughs) Her motives were still unclear to me. What? (laughs) My man's as dumb as hell. How is this guy a homeowner, first of all? How is this man a homo? (laughs) Though confined to the one view, I was able to turn my neck enough in both directions to form a decent picture of what was behind me. It was a wall of cages, each housing an identical copy of her dog. They didn't move, even in the slightest, likely just from, likely just as animatronic as she was. What on God's green earth had I stumbled into? Just then, my neighbor ripped the cord from her chest and walked over to me. Ah, oh, good, you're awake. Did you have a nice nap? I refused to reply, looking her up and down in disgust, trying to make out what this thing was that was speaking to me. What's the matter? Dog got your tongue? I remained huh. silent in lieu of her taunting me. What's the matter, robot got your tongue? <laughs> That's all right. You just need to listen. Sit tight. I'll be right back. She walked over to her workstation and grabbed something before reclaiming her spot in front of me. I worked too hard in this location to have, to have you screwing things up on me. Then again, it's my own fault. I was careless. I never should have left my core on the porch like that. 
I assumed she was talking about the dog. I want you to look at this. She placed the object at eye level. It was a badge of sorts, upon which was a logo that read Synthetitech. I'm an android. I work for I'm a large android. company. <laughs> Moving from location to location, gathering specific information that is crucial to our initiative. You can't know anything beyond that. Hell, you already know too, far too much. Is this- I have a new guess. It's Grimes. <laughs> That's all I've been picturing this entire time. Grimes and Elon Musk. Grimes is the woman. Elon Musk was the dog. Yes, is her core. Yes. Yeah, and she let him go. How much? How much longer is this? This is really dude. It's so fucking long. Is this? Go to the last fucking like paragraph, bro. About phones. <laughs> then who was phone? <laughs> Technology, y'all. It'll kill ya. After ending the call, I heard a knock at my door. I didn't usually get visitors that late at night, but I suspected it would be one of my neighbors asking about the sting operation that just took place next door. I opened the door, and to my surprise, there was no person there to greet me. (gasps) No, not a person. Instead, there was a dog, identical to my neighbors. Before I could process its arrival, it trotted inside and sat on the floor. A voice then emanated from its collar. Shut the door. Mm -hmm. I did as the dog said. Shut the door. (laughs) Shut that door. I did as the dog said, baffled and afraid. Hello, I'm serial number 724233. Do it in a robot voice. Hello. Hello. I am serial number 724234. I will be your core companion on the your journey of fulfillment. True adventure awaits. Would you like to begin your first task? I didn't know how to respond or what in God's name was happening, but it was at this point that I felt an itch running up the length of my torso. It was a subtle at first, but it grew to the point that I had to reach down my shirt and scratch at it. That's when I felt a familiar metal caress my fingers. It took for a moment to sink in, but I knew exactly what I was feeling. Boobs. It was a zipper. Yetis. It was a fat ass. He got boobs. He got titties. (laughs) Daniel, I'm going to be honest with you. Did you not proofread that? I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> scroll, scroll. See how much I had to skip just then to get to that last paragraph. That was long. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> so long, honestly. It was really and funny, though. <laughs> it was five bites at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a robot, and I am your poor companion. Now you are a robot. That's very good. My neighbor's dog is a robot. My life as a teenage robot? <laughs> Um, that show was great. My life as a teenage robot dog. My life be like dog. My life be like woof, woof, woof. <laughs> what the fuck? Y'all, that one was rough. That was a rough listen. That's great joke. Great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Did you give her a ha? I told deserve it. That's a clap. There you go. That's the clap. Oh, you gave her the clap. That sounded scary. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I wish I knew. Oh. Uh, so this next story is called The Unopenable Wooden the Box. The Onion. No, <laughs> the Unopenable Wooden By Box. By David Maloney. Maloney? David Maloney. Maloney. Shout outs. Kevin. Shout out, David. Shout out, Kevin. It seemed like just an ordinary box. The wood was old and weathered, the fastenings were heavy brass, and the lid was inlaid with an ornate silver symbol. My father willed it to me after the state executed him for murder. Murder! Murder. (laughs) 
He left no explanation or instructions, only the small, mysterious wooden box. At first, I considered tossing it into the river. The last thing I wanted was a reminder of the man that had abandoned his son in favor of a life of violence. But being the weak-willed person that I am, my curiosity soon overwhelmed me, and I could stand the mystery of the box no longer. Opening the box, however, was easier said than done. Attempts to pry open the latches with my hands yielded only a abraded fingers and broken nails. Screwdrivers were snapped, hammers were shattered, and drill motors were burnt out. Yet the contents of the box remained out of reach. What's in the box? (laughs) (laughs) Encased in a wooden tomb, determined not to yield its secrets. Eventually I gave up, doing what I've always done when I can't get what I want. I told... Relatable. (laughs) I told myself that whatever was inside the box was not worth the effort and did my best to forget about it. But the box would not allow me to forget so easily. And one night while I was sleeping, it opened of its own accord. Pandora's box? Pandora the app? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With all its fucking ads, bro. I awoke to an eerie silver luminescence that filled my bedroom and a deep sense of pervasive cold that chilled the surroundings to absolute stillness. Perfect. (laughs) As I sat up in my bed, I was overwhelmed by a sense of unfamiliarity, as if I had been transported somewhere that looked very much like my bedroom, but was home to someone or something else. The silver light was emanating from beneath my closet door, lending a sense of unreality to everything that bathed in its pallid sheen, casting odd shadows that seemed to creep and move in the corner of my eye. I could feel myself standing up, though I had not willed myself to do so, and slowly, quietly, I crept towards the closet. My fingertips brushed the knob, recoiling for a moment. Brushed the knob? This <laughs> took a turn. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> recoiling for a moment from the penetrating cold this guy penetrating my guy (laughs) come on Ooh, hang on it gets better then resolutely (laughs) firmly i grasped it so this door open to box is just an old lady's vagina Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah very perverted yeah (laughs) the hinges had sprung open wide the light spilling forth was piercing and intense my eyes filled up with the light and felt as if they would soon burst, yet I could not tear them away. I could feel myself falling slowly towards an abyss of silver light that enveloped my horizon and became my entire being. What? Silver, old lady. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, God, this is gross. <laughs> just before it swallowed me, the box snapped shut, and I found myself on the floor, my sweat-drenched cheek pressed tight against the cold rough of the wood. The rough wood of the box. This old lady's kind of a fucking tease. She's a little freak, though, no? I pushed myself back to my feet. The eerie silver light was gone, and my room seemed once again my own. Yet something was still not right. The cheek that had touched the box was throbbing with a burning pain. I wandered into the bathroom and flipped on the light, grasping at my grotesque reflection. He got the syphilis, bro. (laughs) The symbol on top of the box was burned into my cheek. I reached up to touch it, but as I did so, it faded. But the brand was not the only souvenir the box has left me. I can feel a presence. (laughs) (laughs) I can feel a presence in me, an unwelcome guest inside my mind. I find myself missing time, awaking in strange locales with blood splattered on my clothing. 
But that is not what worries me the most. What worries me the most is the call I received from my lawyer yesterday, asking for clarification on the amendment I had made to my will. He wondered why the only thing I wanted to leave my son when I died was an unopenable wooden box. What was in there? <laughs> An old lady. <laughs> An old lady's vagina. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why would you want to leave your son that, you fucking pervert? A pervert. No, genuinely, why would he want to leave his son that? An old lady's vagina? Yeah. Apparently, according to this gentleman, it was very enticing. He said, damn, that pussy good. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to put that a chain. That pussy long. He didn't want to put a, <laughs> put a chain on it. Throw it in an ocean. Mama, you gotta look. <laughs> long pussy Patricia and long ass Terry. <laughs> Holy shit. One more? We have time for one more? Yeah. Perfect. This one is just for you. For me? Just for you. I'm scared. The Tall Man. <laughs> written by C.K. Walker. Oh my gosh, okay. <clears throat> I don't think it's as long as Blaze's. It, it's pretty long. Okay, nah, we, we got this, we got is this. Is it long or is it tall? This, we got this. It's tall. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we had all liked Mr. Winscott. He didn't mind when we used the sledding hill on his property, and he always gave us the best Halloween candy in the neighborhood. So when we heard he had taken... He had been taken by the tall man. Everyone was really bummed out. <laughs> oh, man. That's bum bum. Cow a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have heard of the tall man, so let me explain. Tall man has been a legend in my town for decades. Those who claim to have seen him say that he's over nine feet tall, <laughs> slight and pale, with an exceedingly polite smile. My dad told me that tall man is a collector. He likes things. Dad says his favorite thing to take includes sad people, empty buildings, and dreams. Sad people? Sad people. Damn. I better watch it. Y'all, we all getting taken. <laughs> like, this is a tall man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use a Missouri accent. <laughs> That's my voice. What are you talking about? Y'all don't have accents? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I have to admit, eh? He's stolen away my dreams more than a few times, eh? When Mr. Winscott didn't show up for church on Sunday, ain't not nobody thought nothing of it. All right? And when Monday rolled around and he wasn't at work with my dad, people started to whisper, eh? My parents thought it was odd. <laughs> I just went back to the fucking <laughs> My parents thought it was odd, but not particularly concerning. But... Then the rumors started that the tall man, the tall man had gotten him. A kid in my class even said that he had seen tall man in Mr. Winscott's house through the window. I thought my parents. I told my parents that Jake had seen, but they only laughed. Parents, parents, am I right? They just don't get it. Tyler and I biked to Mr. Winscott's <laughs> place every Wednesday after school. Oh, sorry, just every day after school, not specifically Wednesdays, but every day after school uh, to get our friend Ror- to get to our friend Rory's house. We never stopped in front of Mr. Winscott's to try and see tall man through the windows like Jake had. We never even slowed down. But one day, <laughs> we played too late at Rory's, 
Since we didn't want to bike home in the dark, we called our parents and asked to sleep over. Tyler was allowed to. I wasn't. How <laughs> a bummer, am I right, yeah. my guy? <laughs> parents. I tried really hard not to look as I biked by Mr. Winscott's cul-de-sac. I almost made it, but my curiosity forced a backward glance at, us at the house. The lights were all on, and my eyes were drawn to the face in the window immediately. I saw tall man looking back at me. I choked in a panicked breath, and my foot missed the pedal as I tried to speed away on my bike. I stumbled only for a second, my eyes never leaving the face in the window before pedaling home as fast as I could. The next morning at school, I told Rory and Tyler about the tall man. They didn't believe me, of course. They hadn't believed Jake either. I knew I had to show them. Otherwise, they wouldn't think that I was a liar. We waited until dark, and then we biked to Mr. Winscott's cul-de-sac. His sack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tall man was there, as I had told him. He'd been watching us from the window, above the front door. It was such a tall front door that I thought Tall man must have been ten feet high to see out of the window above it. He was almost smiling, but his expression betrayed a certain displeasure. Tyler fell off his bike. <laughs> Little shit. What an idiot. Holy shit! Run! <laughs> we did. As soon as we cleared the cul-de-sac, we all began talking over each other in a flustered panic. I can't believe we saw the tall man. Did, did you see the look on his face? Well, we have to tell the cops. We went back the next day with more friends, but tall man was gone. We went back the next day, but again could see no one behind the window. We began to wonder if tall man only came out at night. A few nights later, as we sat in Rory's basement waiting for pizza to arrive, we decided to sneak out and see if the theory was true. We quietly rode our bikes down the driveway and into the street. We took off for Win Mr. Winscott's house, torn between hoping Tallman was there and praying that he wasn't. We saw him as soon as we biked into the cul-de-sac. He was standing there, after all, and this time he was outright frowning. He's mad, Rory said. He wants us to stay away. I don't get why he only comes out at night, Tyler said, while he snapped a picture. Don't, I hissed. Stop taking pictures. What are you, Jake Paul? Oh. Logan Paul, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, the Paul brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking pictures. You'll make it matter. Maybe he watches us in the daytime, too, Rory shrugged. Maybe we can only see him at night because that's when the porch lights come on and shines bright in the window. It was a chilling thought. We decided to test Rory's theory the following Saturday, emboldened by the assumption that Tall Man could only watch us but never come out. As soon as the sun came up in the morning, we biked to Mr. Winscott's. We had to get close, almost all the way to the beginning of his driveway, but Tyler swore he saw Tall Man standing in the window. I made hand binoculars and squinted at the window for a few more minutes before Tyler suddenly sled, said, let's go hopped back on his bike, and pedaled off. We caught up to him a few blocks later. What the hell was that, I said. It was... Tallman was there, but he looked different this time. Like how, Rory asked. I don't know, he looked angry or just wrong somehow. It was days before we could convince Tyler to go back to Tallman's house, and even then he insisted on taking his teenage brother Matt with us. Matt wasn't impressed with our stories after all. He didn't believe us, but he came anyway, for Tyler's sake. As soon as we got close enough to see Tall Man in the window above the door, Matt got off his bike. He stared and squinted 
and stared some more. He got closer, closer than we had ever dared to go at night. We followed nervously behind him. Matt walked up the driveway and then down the stone path to the front porch. We dared not to follow that far. Then Matt went up to the porch stairs, right up to the door. Holy fuck, he said. A few more four-letter words. Um, I'm telling mom, by the way. (laughs) And suddenly, Matt was running down the front porch, down the path, down the driveway, and out to the street where we had waited. What is it, Tyler asked him. There is no tall man, he said, out of breath. Call the cops now. And he was right. It wasn't tall man after all. We stayed long enough to watch the police break down the door and cut the rotting corpse of Mr. Winscott from the ceiling where he had hung himself from a lamp fixture in the foyer. The body had decayed as if it were melting in the days that we had watched it from the road. Mr. Winscott had written no note and made no goodbyes, leaving behind only the sad imprint of a divorced middle-aged man suffering a sad, well-hidden depression. It was weeks before the town lost interest in the tragic suicide and months before kids stopped asking us to describe the body in all of its gory detail. Eventually, even Tyler and Rory stopped talking about it. Everyone had moved on. Everyone except me. See, there is one detail that always bothered me. One thing I never told Rory or Tyler. It was about the first time that I had seen Tallman. The first time I'd been alone. The thing was, I'd seen Mr. Winscott that night. He'd been sitting alone in his kitchen, eating dinner. But I'd seen something else, too. The upstairs bedroom window. There had been an impossibly tall, impossibly pale man staring back at me. And he had been politely smiling. The end. Ooh. Spooky. That one was really good. I like that one. That one was good. That one was really good. Like it made me a little bit nervous. Like, I finished yeah. the foot. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what a cute foot. Thanks. And then there's a little alien princess. Just love her. She's, She's cute. cute. Hmm? Speed. A speeder. Yes. Speeder. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's Hall Man's story. That was really good. That was good. I liked that was it. A good one. It had me kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. I knew halfway through. That's why I said fucking Logan Paul. And I was like, ah, it's not a tall man. Mm-hmm. He, he just hung himself. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, reading. But yeah. it was good. But it was very good. Very good. From the tall man and Miss Winscott. Politely mm-hmm. smiling. Mm-hmm. The tall man smiles. Cool. He don't frown. No, Mr. Winscott's rotting corpse. Be frowning. That was crazy. R.I.P., my guy. Poor Mr. Winscott. We should write creepy bosses. I'm not that Do creative. one right now. Yeah, How ahead. much time we got? I thought you were we're over, but I might cut Blaze's story. Because yes. <laughs> it was kind of boring, if I'm being honest. It was very And right no offense to you, no. it's just the story in general. I think it was funny. <laughs> it had some funny moments. We heard like <coughs> three quarters of it. I think jumping ahead to like the last few lines was very good. Yeah, I said fast forward. Also, this is the first of Suck My Tober. I don't mind if this episode is a little bit longer. Yeah. So I'm down if we read another or if we create one word by word. Word by word? Uh, We're doing that? No, you go first. Let me pull up my random word generator. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, these. These suck. Uh, suck on that. Tall oh, man. Um. <coughs> you okay? Once. No. That's my word. Once. Once. Mm-hmm. I. Traveled. Through. 
a long twisted hallway. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. <clears throat> what do we got? <laughs> Once I travel through a long twisted hallway. Yes. And <laughs> rapid fire, come on. Came. <laughs> so <laughs> close. To a ghastly ghoul. When I smelled the pungent rotting ass <laughs> of my <laughs> friend please <laughs> I felt does my like. ass really stink <laughs> like I felt like I could <laughs> punch <laughs> him <laughs> you said punch yeah him felt like i could punch him okay um and then next sentence is but he definitely didn't. Shit. So. <laughs> so. So. Who. Shitted. <laughs> who had done it. Classic. Who done it. <laughs> who done it mystery. I. I oh. <laughs> I. Pondered. As. The ghost got closer <laughs> to me was this the end question mark. <laughs> Are we keeping track? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know. But I want to do like a like final reading of the whole thing. <laughs> okay. We're definitely not going to be able to. No. I once traveled down a dark, twisted hallway where at the end there was a ghastly figure and it smelled like ass. And then I realized it was my friend Blaze, but then I realized he didn't shit at himself. And it turns out it was the ghost. Is this the end? And as it got closer to me, I, re I thought. I pondered. I pondered. The ghost. Was this the, the end? The. I just said that. Ghost. Looked. Me. Dead. In. My. Ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. Yes. And. Said. It. Was. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's only one word you can say. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Poopy. No, no, it was Blaze. It was Blaze. The ghost knows even, man. <laughs> Shit. I didn't laugh. I just choked. <laughs> Blaze shitted. <clears throat> Moral of that creepypasta is Blaze shitted. Scary, but Blaze shitted. And the ghost knows it. And the ghost sold his ass out real quick. <laughs> Poop. Poopy. <laughs> He's poopy. <clears throat> cool. That was a good one, guys. That was a good one. That was a good one. We should do this more often. Yes. yes. I'll try and cut out. We need to do it more rapid fire, though. What yeah. are y'all excited for most this October? Cryptids. Cryptids. I'm excited for paranormal. Paranormal. <laughs> yeah, cryptids. Cryptids. I'm excited for the investigations. The uh, <clears throat> true crime. True crime. <gasps> true, true crime. I'm also so excited for the Halloween party. Oh, oh my god. <clears throat> I just got pee chills. I have to or piss. Or scary chills. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> scary, you might pee your pants. <laughs> I might pee pee my pants. <laughs> Does your pee pee have pants? <laughs> we should release that as a sticker on our Patreon. I'm Absolutely. thinking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So I might order like five of each and then just, I mean, we've only got so many pa- patrons. True. Factual, factual. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening we to this five. episode of the Vacuous Podcast, episode 131. Yeah. us. What do you want to hear this suck my tober? Do you suck tobers? Um, tweet us at Vacuous Pictures. So you can tweet us personally. Mine's at Vacuous Sam. I'm at Vacuous Kathy. I'm at Vacuous Moose. I'm at White underscore Blaze. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.